Welcome to the Real House Girlies Pod Book Club Edition. If you know, you know, we used to do, well, Alana used to do book club reviews every single month on Instagram, but nobody else was necessarily reading the same books at the same time. So, no, and it was like a cult following only. Yeah. Yeah, so we wanted to bring that to the pod format, and this month we have been reading Crying in Hatemont, which has been our first book, Um, and we're going to debrief about the book. We're going to talk all about it. So the format that we used to follow, I keep saying we. I didn't do anything with the first book club on Instagram. Well, you were there, moral support. Yeah. It's a light, so it actually started as a little bit of like a sarcastic thing because... I would read all the time and I didn't really have anything else to do. And I feel like everyone was on socials doing stuff. And so I was like, yeah. I'm just reading this book. Do you want to know about it? Rah, 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 rah. So yeah. the format is I give a synopsis that doesn't really have spoilers just so that you know what well, it was so that you would know if you, it was maybe something that you would be interested in. Mm-hmm. And then I would break it down yeah, and give my review. Um, and I guess we can do the same thing. I would say that there will potentially be spoilers. So if you haven't read the book, this is probably not the episode for you. Or conversely, if you have no intentions to ever read the book, but you want to feel like you have read it, and this is like a cliff notes. Yeah, I really love that, you know, not everyone reads and some people want to get into it and some people want to be able to participate with their friends that do read without having to actually read. So, um... We're just going to do a synopsis, Yeah. do a little review, I'll do mine, you do yours. Yep. We've not talked about this prior either. No, we, we actually haven't talked about it and I'm excited because I feel like we're probably going to have quite different views. And then we'll pick two? Yeah, I think probably two different views from some of the girlies who wrote in with their reviews and we'll talk about that too. All right. Over to you, Nolsey Nolls. Give us the synopsis of Crying in Hmart. Crying in Hmart is a story of a young woman who loses her mom mm-hmm. to cancer and explores what it's like to be a migrant's daughter in America, Korean-American, what it's like to lose a parent. And then I guess kind of it's a reflection on all of the things that maybe as a child you don't appreciate and then all of the things that feel really nostalgic and that exploration of culture. And I think for me in my reading experience of the book, I do come from a cultural background. And so I found it a lot more relating than probably people that don't because I grew up with like the weird quirky foods at school. I grew up with a mum that was like insanely strict Yep. My mom would speak a different language to me. Her parents were insanely strict and didn't speak English when she was a child. And so there was like a really difficult dynamic in our household when I was young. And I really loved how that was showcased in the book. I think for me, I could like very much relate to some of the memories and just being like forced your parents' values onto you Mm -hmm. um, and the cultural things onto you. I think it's difficult to read about death and I think it can be something that we avoid. So sometimes we as humans try to avoid discomfort by diagnosing it as boring. Yeah. Like I don't want to, I didn't find this interesting or I don't want to read about this. But if you can look past that, I just found it to be like the most beautiful mother-daughter relationship and 
like I went through hell with my mom when I was young. So I just thought how good because I'm now in a place where I'm looking back and also going, I really appreciate these things or I really appreciate all of your quirks. And I think that as an adult, I am not under your influence and under your care. So I can just savor you and enjoy you for who you are. And I cannot imagine life without my mom. Like we are just two peas in a pod. I think you're very similar. Yeah. Um, so all of that I loved. The, re- the writing style I actually enjoyed. The references to meals completely went over my head. Like there's so much Korean chat which I think is really exciting and if you had more time on your hands research learn about another culture I think right for me and I've said this in so many of my book reviews in the past reading is all about exposure to things that aren't in your world you can take on someone else's perspective you can learn what it's like to walk in someone's shoes just by reading a really well-written story this is non-fiction but you can still have that with fiction so for me reading is like one of the greatest gifts in life um and i'm probably biased then to like a lot of books though i did just read a book i hated so maybe (laughs) i'm not that bad but i think if someone is vulnerable and they take the time to tell their story and they put their heart out on a page i will normally really value that so that's my review it's way longer than it used to be what did you think okay okay so I'm going to preface my thoughts by saying that I read this at a time when my family was going through a loss and like my grandfather passed away. And so it was not something that I would delve into at the same time, but for the sake of book club and for the sake of the girlies, I pushed through, even though it was very uncomfortable and like, as a rule, I'm not, yeah, I was going through loss. My family was going through loss. So it was, it felt extra heavy in that regard. Um, So I'm kind of trying to take that bias out of it. I will say um, I really loved the food descriptors. And and like you talked about this and there was a little part that there's a few lines. She said um, her tongue, her tongue looks rotten like a sack of aging meat a horrible sucking like the spluttering of a of a coffee pot. So there's all these descriptors that aren't even necessarily like Korean foods or the cultural element that she then brought into the rest of the writing, which I thought was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, I did think that because we had so much food metaphor and then so much around like the cultural food aspects as well that we'd sometimes lost the flow of the story. Yeah. And I kind of got distracted in trying to understand all of the food metaphor and what she was trying to say. Yeah, I just skipped past that. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm skim reading if I don't understand. I was lost. I was lost at parts. But it really did, um, like, help capture the feeling of what she was going through. And I think that the writer was using food as potentially a distraction from some of her own feelings as well. Yeah, well, I mean, she talks about using food at the end as that way to reconnect with her mom and, like, honor her. Yeah. Because of I guess how kind of rejecting she was when she was younger I really liked that and there's a chick on TikTok that does a similar thing and she's Korean and mm-hmm. it's just like the most beautiful thing telling stories about food and the memories with them yeah um there was this one line that I just I quoted in my notes when I go to Hmart, I'm not just on the hunt for cuttlefish and three bunches of scallions for a buck I'm searching for memories I'm collecting the evidence that the Korean half of my identity didn't die when they did didn't die when they did so I just thought that was really 
beautiful. And I yeah. wanted to include it in our review. Like, yeah, that was yeah, nice. It was really nice. That was the spirit that I took from it. Yeah. Um, my other thoughts were I found it kind of hard to connect with her. Yeah. And I think she wrote the book as a cathartic release. Yes. And it maybe was never intended to be read. Yeah. That was my overarching thoughts. It yeah. was felt it was deeply personal, but it also wasn't descriptive enough for me she didn't to let connect you in with her. On the stories. Yeah. She yeah. didn't let me in. I didn't feel connected as you do with like something that's been written for consumption. Yes. Yeah. So that was a big, big takeaway from me. Um, I thought some of the dynamics in there was super weird, like particularly with Kai, the mother's friend who like comes over. The weird pervert friend. And also the dad. The dad relationship was super weird. And like at times I just felt uncomfortable reading that. Mostly with Kai. Mostly with Kai. Like the mom's like passed out and she's trying to convert her to be a Christian. Like that part, (laughs) that part was really But isn't that a good book? Because you're experiencing like large reactions to something. It was a large reaction. It was definitely (laughs) a large reaction. Um... I don't know if it's a book that I would have picked up by myself. Oh, me neither. I actually had no, no idea what it was about when we got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like a memoir. And there was a couple of memoirs that I've read recently. Um, one was Emotional Female, which is the story of that surgeon. Yes. Yumiko Kadoda. Um, and also one I've read recently that I just lent you, um, Raised by Wolves by Jess Ho. And she is a chef. And the reason I wanted to mention this is because Jess Ho does a really beautiful thing with the food storytelling, but in a way that aids to the narrative and isn't distracting. Yeah. So I'm excited for you to read Raised by Wolves. Oh, I look yeah. forward to that too. A wreck that, a review that has a wreck. <laughs> um... On the whole, I felt glad that I had read it. Yeah, I think so too. I felt very uncomfortable reading it. I went through a range of emotions. Did I walk around afterwards thinking like, best book ever? No. But yeah. I felt like I learned something. I wouldn't give it to <clears throat> a lot of people to read. Mm-hmm. And I often read uncomfortable books. It's like an area that I feel quite comfortable in yeah but I will read an uncomfortable book that I think is really important and I'll recommend it and mm-hmm. say this isn't a feel good or this isn't a rom-com this is you know a, a book that looks at this societal issue in a way that's really great because we don't get that perspective communicated that well very often yeah this did not land in that way for me mm-hmm. it wasn't an uncomfortable book that I think is really important it was an uncomfortable book that I think was really important for her to write. And I felt like quite pleased to read it myself because I like to give someone that recognition and I think it's beautiful to share those things. But yeah. there wasn't a huge takeaway of learning. Even in grief, I didn't find a huge takeaway in learning. Do you know what I mean? I didn't get like, there wasn't a manual to navigate grief that came no. out of it. Absolutely not. Very reflective on a lot of suffering. Yeah, lots of suffering, and it it felt heavy. All right, pick two and read them one at a time. Are we keeping them anon, or are we? I think we'll just leave them anon. Okay, cool. So one of the girlies wrote in and said she felt like she read the book to get shit off her own chest. Hard to connect to the main character. Uh, I think we've both felt that and we've like talked about that quite a bit so 
any further thoughts on that or we move to the next review look i respect everyone's review i agree with that yeah um it, that just didn't mean that I don't like it because yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be the protagonist. Yep, yep. Um, another review said that I liked it, not loved it. Was missing a bit of grit and depth at times. Example, details on the teen years. And I think that comment comes back to the feeling as though the protagonist lets let us in. Yeah, so you're getting the aftermath without the context as to why that might be important in yeah. the story. Yeah. I get that. Because yeah. like depth and grit alone as a comment terrifies me because how much more do you want? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was gritty. But yeah, definitely without that like context to make you realize why that was important. The second part of this review is interesting. So the fav- my fave part was the beginning of chapter nine. Um, choosing the animals to go on a journey with with her auntie. And I pulled up the page. Um, and this is the section where the auntie's talking about there are these, I don't know, seven or five animals. And you've got to kind of choose them in order. Five animals. You're going on a journey of five animals, a lion, a horse, a cow, a monkey, and a lamb. Um, and then it tells a story about how they have this conversation um, and which one do you get rid of in which order. And then the animal that you've got left tells you around like what's important to you in life um and the mum picks the monkey the girl picks the horse and that means different things and different morals that was just a really beautiful bit of storytelling that this reviewer felt and I also really resonated with this section Mm -hmm. I actually love understanding without needing to be convinced just wanting to understand yeah what did you think about this and why and like what in your life has given you certain goggles that you see the world through that makes you see this as this and me see this as that you know I think that that's the coolest thing it's very cool I love that and I love that book club can bring that to us um closing thoughts I did think also the relationship all the relationships were really All weird. of the relationships the were weird. The husband relationship like, was weird too. Who's the husband? And he yeah. was just there waiting There forever. was, n- you, like, you learnt nothing about him. I think that was a really interesting call out from you and the anonymous reviewer that she flirted with us. Like in my teenage years, this was how my mum was like, but yeah. wouldn't tell us yeah. any more. Yeah, you just wanted to almost play 20 questions and like, so what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So what actually happened? Yeah. And what day was that on? Okay. And who else was there? Yeah. <laughs> and then what did they say after I that? I feel like the police. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we going to do like some sort of rating system? Are we going to give it a star review? I can't do that. I would love for you to do that because I, I couldn't. All of mine will be three stars. Have you seen my good rates? It's all three or four. Really? Have you ever read a book that was five stars? Oh, yeah. I have actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, this book was... A three out of five. I like that. I liked it. I'm glad Femme I read fair. it. Fun but fair. I'm not racing to read it a second time. I'm 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 glad I've been through the experience. I would be wary to give that to someone in grieving. Like it was really bad timing for you. Oh, terrible timing. Oh my. <laughs> really sorry. This is how much I love you and the pod and the goalies. <laughs> it was it was a lot. And the reviews on the front page, like heartbreaking, will have you in tears. Necessary, fascinating. Yeah, I agree with all of those things. Yes, I did cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so three out of five from me. 
So I think when I used to do book reviews, the novelty and the hilarity of it was I would just go to the library and pick books off the shelf without reading them. I'd be like, this is a cover and this is a book and I'm Mm. taking both of them. Um, And we would end up in the weirdest of places. But I think for book club, you know, we'll try and be quite strategic so that it's something that maybe it's uncomfortable but really important. Mm -hmm. And maybe it'll be a book that I read like a month before recommending it to everyone else but for the most part I think we want to create book club into something that's like a fun outlet yeah yeah that doesn't necessarily mean only light and bright like there are going to be challenging books in there too no but like maybe a sex book oh okay all right um let's talk about the book for next month very briefly so we have already announced this but just a little reminder yes we're reading romantic comedy by curtis settenfeld yes and that is definitely a different style of book it's fiction it's a bit lighter so if this wasn't for you give that a go we needed a break and another reminder that you don't need to buy books um to participate get a library card yeah even if that means that you're behind these episodes are eternal and if that's never gonna work for you write in and we'll get you a copy yeah we'll get you a copy like everybody should deserve to read i finished with hmart look it's been a little bit battered because it was in my handbag on four flights and my water bottle did leak but i (laughs) can lend this to anybody who would like to read crying in hmart who may not have read it All right, well, love you. Hope you enjoyed this first. You know, they're not really in a great order because that's not how thoughts come, but it's chaotic and it's us. Yeah, all right. Until the next book club, bye. Happy reading.